It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Hello, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. It is a great pleasure to be with you. Thank you for listening. And I'm going to start out by talking about the lack of prosperity in the United States. The lack of economic growth and prosperity. It's going to be a big topic. I've got Steve Forbes coming on, the great Steve Forbes at the half hour. And by the way, you can listen to us live stream on the Internet. All right, let's see. What is it? LarryCudlowShow.com. Is that right? LarryCudlowShow.com, live stream on the Internet. You can hear us throughout the country, around the world all over the solar system, including the Milky Way, wherever that is. Somebody's got to tell me what the Milky Way really is. And by the way, um, during the week, Monday through Friday, Fox Business Network, the name of the show is Kudlow, 4 to 5 p.m. every day, Fox Business. And if you can't uh, get to us at 4, just text message your favorite 9-year-old who will teach you how to DVR the show, and you'll never miss a single thing. But I want to go back to this thing. You know, during the Biden years, we've had all these left-wing, woke, big government socialist policies. So, for example, last year the economy basically did not grow, and it registered an 8% inflation rate. A very bad year. But that's really only part of the story that I want to get to this morning. You know, we had a live town hall on Fox Business Thursday, live. We had an audience and so forth. We had some very distinguished contributors and panelists. I took a couple questions from the audience. And the basic theme is we have got to get this country back on track as the greatest growth machine in the world and throughout history. And we're not doing it. And it's not just Joe Biden in the last couple of years, although he sure has contributed with his left-wing policies. We spend too much, we tax too much, we regulate too much. We have too much inflation. But I want to give you some numbers right off the top, some numbers. Stay with me on this. For over 50 years, following World War II, the great American powerhouse economy averaged Three and a half percent per year, and that's adjusted for inflation. Three point five percent per year for fifty years. It wasn't just a flash in the pan. wasn't a couple of years. wasn't even just ten years. Fifty over fifty years. All right, the numbers start in nineteen forty-seven, and I'm going to the year two thousand. But what's happened is. Over the last 20 years plus, two decades, our economy has slumped to less than 2% per year. We've gone from 3.5% to less than 2%. That's a very bad performance. It's like the rest of the world. We're no better than Europe. Maybe a little better than the European Union. But I'm telling you, we used to be vastly faster, stronger, wealthier. We're losing our advantage. By the way, if we had grown 
at 3.5% for the last 20 years plus, the economy would have been $9 trillion stronger, but we lost $9 trillion. And if we don't restore 3.5% growth, which should be our target, then in the next 10 years, we're going to lose another $8.5 trillion. You follow me? We've lost $9 trillion in the last 20 years, and we could lose another $8.5 trillion in the next 10 years if we don't get back to free market capitalism, free enterprise capitalism. We've lost like over $20 trillion of economic income and growth. And in fact, that would translate to a typical middle class family, a loss of roughly $75,000 in total for a typical family. Imagine that. You'd be $75,000 richer if we, the United States, had kept up the 50-year growth rate of 3.5%. So just think about that. We've gone from 35 for 50 years to under 2 the last uh, 22 years. And it's cost us nearly $20 trillion, and it's cost the average typical family about $75,000. These are bad numbers. These are not prosperity numbers. These are not really American numbers. But we've been stuck in this rut. So what's the problem? Well, I'll tell you, right off the top, the federal government keeps getting bigger and bigger. And the private sector, the free enterprise free market capitalist private sector, the business sector, keeps getting relatively smaller. In fact, here's a terrible stat. Federal, state, and local government, federal, state, and local governments now consume 44% of our GDP. Can you imagine that? Almost half of the economy is absorbed by the government. That is not good. And that is nothing if not big government socialism. Sure, Biden and his woke policies have accelerated, intensified this, but it's been creeping up for over two decades. Bush the second, Obama, now Trump. I'm going to give my former boss some credit because his tax cuts gave the economy a big boost for a couple of years. It was terrific. And we and they paid for themselves. And they, they affected middle-class families. They got the biggest benefits, minority groups, poverty rate fell. But it was only a couple of years, unfortunately. Then came the pandemic in 2020. And then came the Biden administration which is focused on more big government socialism, more spending, more borrowing, more taxing, more regulating. That's what's happened here. Over 20 years. At the federal level, the post-war average for federal spending was 18.9% of GDP. The last two decades, that's grown to over 21% of GDP. And right now, 
The federal spending as a share of the economy in the Biden years is 24 percent of GDP. So Uncle Sam has basically taken almost a quarter of our economy. It used to be less than a fifth. This is not good. Too much spending, too much taxing, too much regulating, too much inflating, not enough work, not enough workfare, too many government benefits, too much welfare and not workfare. Right nowadays, you've got a bunch of woke socialists. And they're literally strangling the economy. Strangling the economy. From energy, through corporations, to small business, even to the gig economy. And here's another point. And the Bidens are really guilty of this. They want to punish success, not reward it. In other words, you work hard, you start a business, build a business, could be a family business, and they want to raise your taxes and your regulations. They want to punish success. They talk about diversity and equity and inclusion, not merit, not merit, mind you, diversity, equity, inclusion, all these woke values. Barack Obama's years were heavy into this. Biden is continuing it and then some. And, of course, they're waging war against fossil fuels, which permeate every part of our economy. And prices are high and supplies are scarce, et cetera, et cetera. You know, Ronald Reagan, my former boss years ago, used to always say, government is the problem, not the solution. And boy, was he right. Reagan used to also say the scariest words in the English language. I'm from the government and I'm here to help you. Boy, was he right about that. You can watch these crazy Davos climate fanatics, John Kerry and Davos, screaming out, money, 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 said it nine times. He's talking about federal money, federal government money to go to all these uh, crazy climate schemes, these left-wing radical climate schemes. We don't need any of it. We should go back to Donald Trump's energy independence is what we ought to do. But you get my point. Government is too big. Government is blocking economic growth. Government is strangling economic growth. Government spends way too much. Government regulates way too much. $200 billion plus regulations, new regs, in Biden's first year alone. Can you imagine that? They're going after, it's not just fossil fuels, not just oil and gas. They're going after businesses, large and small businesses. This crazy woman, Lina Khan, running the Federal Trade Commission. She is anti-business. The Justice Department is anti-business. Of course, the Energy and Interior Departments, anti-business. The EPA, anti-business. The Federal Reserve hopefully will stay out of the climate game, but who knows for sure. That's what Jay Powell said. We're not going to do climate because we don't have a mandate. I hope he stays with that. But my point is, we have suffered a loss of prosperity 
for over 20 years, and prosperity is the heart of America. You know, remember, we are endowed by our creator with unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That pursuit of happiness, we need prosperity for that. We need to help families. We need to help their small businesses. We need to make our currency reliable so we don't have inflation. We need to stop the spending and the borrowing. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Thomas Jefferson, Ben Franklin, and the others. And by the way, they were very friendly with the original free market rock star, Adam Smith, who led the Scottish Renaissance, the Scottish Enlightenment. I know this is 250 years ago, but it's germane. They were in touch with that. What was Adam Smith, the founder of free market economics? It's written throughout the... Declaration of Independence. They were friends. Guess what? Adam Smith wrote his great free market book, The Wealth of Nations, in 1776. When was the Declaration of Independence published? 1776. These are not coincidences. They are history. They are history. My point is, we have to go back to free market economics. We must go back to free market economics. We must restore American prosperity, which was the envy of the world and which gave us here at home our spirit, our optimism, our happiness. That's the task before us. We're going to have a lot to say about these themes over the course of the show. But we got to turn less than 2% growth. we got to go back to 3.5% growth. It's worth $75,000 to every single family. And it's worth about $20 trillion, $20 trillion to the entire economy if we can do it in the next 10 years. Think about it. Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, and prosperity. The great American prosperity. I'm Larry Kudlow. We'll be right back. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Uh, Welcome back, folks. Larry Kudlow. So I want to just continue this. You know, we must regain and restore American prosperity. It has to be a national priority. We cannot accept less than 2% growth. We need to go back to the post-World War II 3.5% trend that literally lasted over 50 years. The last two decades, we've fallen back. And again, I say life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Prosperity is such valuable, important. It's really a heart of America kind of value. Prosperity gives us resources at home. It also gives us security. Those resources. Remember, Reagan rebuilt the economy. Reagan rebuilt the economy after incredible, you know, stagflation, recession, high inflation for the 10 years that preceded him. He built the economy. It grew at about 5.5% from 1982 to 1989. 
That not only gave him jobs at home, raised spirits, gave America's back, Americans back prosperity, conquered inflation, but it produced the resources. It produced the revenues, even at lower tax rates. The Laffer curve worked. Reagan slashed the tax rate from 70% to 28 There are only two brackets, 28 and 15, when he left office. It was essentially a flat tax. The economy boomed about 5.5% per year for seven years. Produced huge increase in jobs, manufacturing, investment, technology, consumer spending recovered. Like I say, inflation came way down. Family incomes are worth much more. But it threw off so much tax revenues because of the growth and because people stopped tax avoidance. We had the resources to produce the defense and security to defeat Soviet communism. We defeated it. It crumbled. We blew them out of the water with economic prosperity as the backbone. We're not doing that now. We're not blowing anybody out of the water. Now, Joe Biden's helping Ukraine. I'm I'm in favor of that. But he was late to the party. He was intimidated by Putin. His diplomacy failed. And one reason for all that is his economy failed. And one reason for that is he shut down oil and gas production, which drove prices up over $100 a barrel, which made Putin rich. And so he invades Ukraine. Just like 10 years earlier or so, 15 years earlier, All prices went to $150 a barrel, made Putin rich. What did he do? He invaded Georgia. Then he invaded the Crimea when oil went over. That's that's the problem here. Why are we making Putin rich? I want to make Americans rich. That's why I want lower spending and taxing and regulating. Free up the economy. Liberate the American economy. Economic freedom is how we're going to solve these problems. Not with big government socialism and central planning and woke values. That's destroying us from within. And it will eventually damage us from without. Those are my concerns. That's why I'm leading off with this economic stuff. We'll we'll get to the uh, classified documents and all that and the craziness in Davos. And we'll get to the stock market later in the show. But right now, I'm worried about prosperity or the lack thereof. Let me take a break here. On the other side of the break, my great pal, one of the smartest people in this country, Mr. Steve Forbes, is going to come and talk to us about prosperity versus socialism. I'm Kudlow. Please stick around, folks. 